Points Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. If you'd like to stay, let's get hammered. What is going on, people? This is Point Hammered, episode 168. Johnny here. Raj here. We're back once again to tickle your fucking Con- ear Contractually membranes. bound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what have you been up to, buddy? Oh, well, you know, dabbling with this and that. Mm. I've been trying to work on some terrain stuff. Okay. And then I got a new Infinity project, yeah. and so I've been doing... Just a little bit of everything, so as to not accomplish nothing in my life. <laughs> That's about right. Uh, yeah, we did have went on vacation with the wife, and then we had a week without daycare. Where'd you go on vacay? Uh, we were around the southwestern part of the state by the old Mississippi there. Oh, nice. It's real nice out there, the bluffs. and the Yes. It's, once you get southwest of Madison, mm-hmm. it's a different state down there. Cross some state lines. Yeah, I look like... We're in like Vietnam or something with the bluffs and everything. Yeah, the, and, uh, the glacial. There's a name for it. The glacial dumdrums, doldrums. Yeah, it's not doldrums, something whatever. like distressed or something yeah, like that. So. Anyway, it's a beautiful country. If you, if you. Yeah, very nice. People have spent a lot of time down there as a young, young whippersnapper. <laughs> so it's cool to see how everything looks twenty years later. Mm, about the same. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, some of the nice small downtowns have been demolished to oh. put up quick trips and. Yeah, that's about chain, right. Chain hotels. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, so one thing I did get was our Patreon model. The oh, winner was yeah. Isaac, and he's from Norway. Oh. And talked with him a little bit. He got mm-hmm. in right around when Age of Sigmar <laughs> dropped. Nice. He just had his first army put together <laughs> for 8th uh, edition there. And okay. He's not going to lie, he said his... Ass was a little chapped about that, <laughs> but he seems to be getting into some Age of Sigmar stuff here. So oh. he sent me a Slambo. Do you know the the Slambo yeah, model? I do. That's the old Chaos, Chaos Warrior fella. Yeah, he looks old school. He, to me, he looks like the Hero Quest. Yeah, Chaos Warrior because that's where I first saw models that look like that. So yeah, yeah, he's really cool. I've been kind of. I thought that was a cool model when it came out. Didn't mm-hmm. really have any reason to get it, but. <laughs> um, Put it together, got it based, got it primed. Did you round base it? Round base, came with a round base. Okay. It's like a 40 mil, I think. He's, yeah. he's a pretty beefy fella. It's, one thing's interesting, he's like actually like fine cast, which I thought they got rid of, or maybe mm. there's some thing they came out with afterwards that they're not calling fine cast, <laughs> but it's basically that kind of material. So <laughs> They realized it was a misnomer, so now it's pretty decent cast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crap cast. So put it together, there wasn't... Any uh, issues, really, but yeah. you just have to be really careful with the knife, you know, because you can take off a huge chunk sure. of uh, the body there, and you always have to suss out what is actually like a tab or something that's supposed yeah. to and what's part of the model? glue in. But yeah, it went together pretty well. He's assembled now, and I've been working on some Infinity, some Toha models. All right. Is this your next force? Yeah. Okay. Tentatively. I want to get those done by October, which should should be able to happen. You sell the yellow jackets? Or you're going to hang on to them till you got some. Uh, I've to got them. I'm, I'm accepting interesting offers. <laughs> interesting trades accepted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so put them on Craigslist and see what you get. Mm-hmm. 
Um, nothing, nothing there. So, yeah, just a lot of dabbling with me, oh. unfortunately. Yeah, Hopefully okay. I can sit down and get a little bit more done here. Sure, going cool. Going forward. Nice. That's fun. Yourself? You got some big news, John. Yeah, I retired, buddy. Monday was my last day at Century. Yeah. <laughs> Put in my notice over the weekend, and then they called me down Monday in the early afternoon and gave me my walking papers and uh-huh. two weeks' pay. It's funny because we were in the middle of chatting yeah. about the cast and stuff, what we're going to do this week. So they must have dropped off. They must have got my password and gone on there and seen everything we saw. I don't know if they give a shit, but <laughs> FYI. Nah, yeah, I'm sure they can monitor everything yeah. on there so they choose to yeah so anyways today's like day two of official retirement from the day job yeah how we feel and grind oh, good trep- trepidation no, perhaps it's still pretty early mix. i don't know monday i was in a bit of a daze so i just rode around on the motorcycle for a little while and, <laughs> and then uh, yesterday I, i've been trying to keep just keep getting up early to keep a schedule similar to the wife's because if i start slipping <laughs> mm-hmm. so i just have to focus on the normal things like Keep working out. Just keep a routine going. Keep getting up early. Yeah. Better. So can you, I mean, you're done at the Century Gym. Are you going to the, the YMCA or what's? I don't really need anything now. I can do it all at home. So mm-hmm. how are we going to maintain this? This fine physique. Physique in these retirement years. How am I going to battle dad bod? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I got a plan. It's fine. Uh, I took a took a four mile run yesterday. I, I do miss running from Century because the Schmeekly run is pretty awesome, but mm-hmm. the beach run here is all right, too, so it's fine. Well, you're pretty close. So, yeah, I've been doing all that and uh, trying to finish the house. That's the first priority in retirement. Uh, I, thought, I would have thought the latest RimWorld mod would have been, uh, well, I do have been, been number one there. Later. They did release a development version 1.0, which is still a bit potentially unstable but i've been i'll talk about that a little later (laughs) Mm -hmm. so modeling wise i finished the tech priest dominus which was for our patreon giveaway you can see pictures of that on the blog and you can see pictures of it on patreon i think i put some up on twitter as well probably instagram once in a while i put some nerd on there it's very rare that i finish any nerd so i put it on instagram as well instagram is pretty much my go-to so i've heard that from a a few different people that they prefer i I read a lot of Twitter, but I don't generally post. I try to post every book I finished on finish on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But otherwise, Instagram. I like Instagram because then six months later, you can go back and look at your own shit and see what you were doing when. So mm-hmm. I mostly do it for myself. <laughs> so anyways, I finished that, dude. It was a pretty fun model. I did end up not being as motivated for it as I should have. But all told, I probably had 16 to 18 hours into the model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's building and painting, so took a long time, but it turned out real nice. I sent it off. He never confirmed that he received it, so <laughs> maybe it's lost in the mail. At least there were pictures as evidence that the, that the work was done, <laughs> so we'll see. And then, so then after that, I decided I'm going to, in retirement, I'm going to try and keep myself doing at least a little bit of painting every morning, try and get a routine going. So mm-hmm. working on a Zangor just finished up the little central bits of the armor plate on one of the guys. I'm gonna, I think I'm just going to do them one at a time, but we'll see. So I still have four on the table. still feels overwhelming to paint four whole models. <laughs> so now I see there's new Infinity coming out. So I'm going to want to pick up some of those just to mix it up a bit because they look really cool. Yeah, the, the robots do. The latest Infinity releases have been really on point, really cool. I don't like the size creep. I don't really like the bulky Divas. It, the old... the previous metal ones were super cool because they were really fine and detailed and 
I don't want to say more realistic, but you know, more human like looking. And then they get all bulky like the GW shit does, which is always a bit of a turn off. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we'll see. That was kind of their shtick. Yeah. A little bit sticking to those true scales. And but now it's gone. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, it's getting bigger, but they are doing a lot of more uh, moving the heavy infantry guys to the big bases. You probably yeah. saw like the big Kazakh mm-hmm. robo creature, whatever sure. the hell it is. So, but yeah. That Alef stuff looks really tight. The bots look. The bots look tits. They needed. They look scary now. Bef- yeah, before they needed they just to be bulked out. Kind of weird looking robots, but yeah, the now they look real cool. Spindly, so weird little joints and stuff. So I'll definitely be painting up some of those. And then, other than that, I'm just trying to keep the flame stoked. Minimum. I want the. I want like a. It's smoking, but there's no real flame going, but it's not out. <laughs> so, <laughs> to make a campfire reference. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still in a Let's bit see. of a retirement days. 40 years old, buddy. Mm-hmm. Out of the fucking grind. So there you go. We're, we're laying low financially for a while just to see, because my projections looked really, really good. So mm-hmm. we're just making sure before we commit this. Even though I did just buy a... You know, there's a forty-eight thousand dollar pickup truck in the Silverado, whatever the hell out there. Yeah, so that's my brand new pickup there. But I have to go put a plow on it. That's going to run about five k as well. But the goal is to be self-sufficient with the rentals is too. So I don't Mm -hmm. need some schmuck to charge me two hundred bucks to plow every other week, whatever. So, Mm -hmm. so we did spend a ton of money. I feel a lot better about the retirement had I not dropped (laughs) fifty (laughs) k. So, anyways, sure. What do we have for an email of the week? Anything? No, I didn't look. I didn't look. Yeah. All right. Well, audio. What do you got for an audio or a well, regular? I do one? have event of the week, John. Jeez. Jeez, oh, I skipped right over that, oh, didn't boy. I? boy. All right. Lay it on us. I just PACA. Just the same old PACA. Yeah, that's stale news. Stale news. That's like a working stale on that fart floating the, the, the website updates right now. So oh, nice. there should be something at the end of the month, early August. Okay. With all the latest scoop about the Age of Sigmar. I will have to pick up the new Soul Wars. Mm. box set so yeah well, we haven't really talked about that but a new edition of age of sigmar came out john did you see that i did see that hashtag aos2 <laughs> correct. So. i'll get all my my news from twitter mm-hmm. <laughs> looks like they fleshed out some of the rules and stuff so i'm gonna be picking that up and i can say that the scenarios and fun stuff are gonna come come out of there so okay timing's pretty good yeah i'm sure new shit will come out but I'll be drawing the packet info from the new handbook and that. So okay. that's what we'll be using. Some of the scoring, stuff like that. It'll, it'll be reminiscent of the the glory years. Mm. So we're bringing it back a little bit here. So. I'm going to go with a heavy emphasis on the, on the modeling and painting again. Uh, yeah, we'll use the same setup. I'll have to take a look at the paint checklist. <laughs> okay. most, most of it should apply. Sure. Some stuff about... Movement trays, perhaps not. <laughs> uh, it looks pretty mixed. Okay, like people cool. Still use those things. So, yeah, pack update inbound. The registration will be Labor Day weekend for folks. Uh, you know, worried about that. Yeah, okay, that's September sometime. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, event of the week. Nice, John. What have you been reading? Well, I'm assuming you're retired now. You're reading <laughs> old Western novels like my grandpa. Things about history. I picked up and read the third book in the Horus Heresy series, which I think is Galaxy in Flames, and it was super good. Mm-hmm. Now I've started The Flight of the Eisenstein. It's getting every, all the, the characters are flushed out. A lot of people... action. Spoiler alert. A lot of people, main people, croaked. Any of the good guys pretty much 
Not all of them, but many of them croaked. Oh, boy. So, so fighting's anyway. already started here? Um, well, they're just kind of building right now. They're, they, they, the book does a lot of flashbacks to show how you ended up where you're at. So this mm-hmm. is on kind of a flashback situation. Really good so far. I'm, I'm maybe 30, 40 pages in. In between those two books, I read Carsick by John Waters. Mm-hmm. Real stinker. <laughs> It's a fiction book about this. Two, two thumbs down. He's a he's a director, a film director, and he did like Hairspray and Crybaby, and he's mm-hmm. got a fair amount of films. But um, gay fella, and the book com- is supposed to be fiction, nonfiction, and it's just about him him hitchhiking from Baltimore to San Francisco. At least he has homes in both places, and decided it would be cool to hitchhike. So. You start reading it, and it's immediately like off the hook. So the first whole section is uh, actual fiction about what the best-case scenario for this drive would be across the country. Mm-hmm. So it's like him banging hot young blonde dudes, <laughs> <laughs> like, people giving him $5 million. And I got like 20, 30 pages in. I was like, this is horrible. Like All That right. part was terrible. I didn't bother reading the bad ride section, which is section two, like the worst way this trip could go. And then the third section is how it actually went. And it's it's maybe a hundred pages, but it's a pretty quick read. And it it was just boring. Like he spends a lot of time standing on on ramps in the cold rain. And the only Natural real life. reason he makes it across the country is because he's famous. So like if you were to do it, you would not get picked up, mm-hmm. which makes sense because who the you know hitchhikers? Well, what era was he doing this in? Oh, like, like two thousand twelve or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah not, not much, too long ago. Not much for hikers in the modern era. It kind of caught on in the media that he was doing it as well. So then, like, you know, it was a thing at the time apparently. But I don't really follow John Waters, but he seems like an interesting, decent guy. But the nonfiction was boring and the fiction parts were very uninspired it's like if you were like 15 and you wrote a story about like getting money and banging <laughs> like nice. that's what it pretty much was so except he's 68 and you'd expect something a little better but anyway so don't bother reading car sick it was horrible no and then good. i have a couple audiobooks yet orson scott cards the lost gate i was about halfway through when my subscription ran out at the library <laughs> so i'm on the hold <laughs> list for that but it was really good as far as i got I'll, I'll do a wrap up of that when I get it, and then I was. Is hurting. that in? Uh, what is that one about? Did you talk about that one last time? Yeah, that's the one that kind of sort of like American Gods, like oh yeah yeah yeah. All the old gods are trapped; they can't travel between planes because there's no gate mages anymore. Because Loki was the last gate mage and stole all the gates, and now they kill gate mages when they're born because they think they're all tricksters and bad people and this one kid gets raised up and ends up being a gate mage and has to go live amongst non-god people they're not really gods but they sort of are gods but go live amongst normal people and try and find his way in the world while he grows up and learns how to use the gate skills so he's like off doing that and then eventually he's supposed to go back and help his faction which are these people that live like barefoot in the hills and they're the norse gods (laughs) Mm mm-hmm or it's like, I think I told you this last time, the Greek gods show up one time and they're on limos and fancy suits and cars and shit. So anyways, it's, it's really interesting. I was enjoying it. And then how far, how far this, are you? I'd say maybe five or six hours in, mm-hmm. maybe more. But the library subscription thing, you get it for two weeks and then you have to get back on the hold list. So it's wow. hurting for something. That's a pretty, pretty good pace you have to maintain to yeah. get, get through something well, for audio. You know, something's like 11 hours. If you're painting every day in retirement, that should be just yeah. fine. <laughs> so I I was hurting for it for a book, so I picked up this book by Justine Eyre, spelled E Y R E, called The Demon Lover, and it's like the story about some female author and like graphic story. It's all from this woman's perspective. This is, has to be like the kind of 
like smut rag that like a crotch novel <laughs> women get into yeah, yeah, yeah. like she's sleeping in the bed and a strange man shows up in the door and ends up going down on her and then disappearing <laughs> but she's not sure if it was a dream or reality That's and this keeps happening love. ladies love it yeah they love being like half raped in the night apparently <laughs> this is, i don't know it's interesting minus all like the it's much like the book, like the, it's just graphic, like weird sex stuff. Really, yeah, explicit. And that's the same as how that John Waters book was for a bit, like graphic sex stuff. And it's like, you know, I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> so, anyways, I don't know. I don't know if I recommend it or not yet, but it's very different than anything oh, I'd boy. listen to. It's called The Demon Lover. Couple so I'll, gi- I'll give a proper wrap up of that when I finally finish it. So sounds like a couple of duds here, John. Well, hey man, Horace Heresy shits tip top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Galaxy and Flames was great, and I really enjoyed listening to Dave and Greg Dan talk about it mm-hmm. on the fucking book podcast. The book club podcast, dude. Book club. Yeah. What do you have? I've been slogging through the Mars books. Oh. I've been through Green Mars now, and I'm on to Blue Mars. All right. Pretty good. They're, uh, one thing, if you read these books, you should buy a, like a Martian globe or something like that. Is that, that a thing? That, that's well labeled. Yeah, you can buy a Martian globe. Cool. I was looking at them. Yeah. Uh, that's well labeled with all the landmarks and features. Sure. About half of these books is really in-depth descriptions of the terraforming <laughs> going on and yeah. uh, traveling through various locations and what the terrain's like <laughs> and the co- uh, meteor impacts that caused everything and what's happened in the billion years since. <laughs> so it was like half just traveling through Mars and then about half geological plot point (laughs) plot points uh, moving the story forward so uh, there's a big kind of I don't know if I want to really give it away but there's a big event at the end of the first book so they're kind of picking up the pieces at the start of this book and trying to gain independence from those those mean old earthlings yeah the corpse and uh, yeah it's pretty it's pretty good kind of suspenseful because you're just hoping that everything works out for them (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah I was very, very pleased with it. I'm on the Blue Mars now, okay. which is more, just more, more of the same. Don't really know where this one's going, mm. but uh, <laughs> people get a good thing going, and then you immediately have to shit all over everything. So yeah. it's pretty realistic in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> True to human nature. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. A lot of that going on. So yeah, I'm really digging these. But yeah, I would get like a Martian globe or Atlas, or get a couple websites tabbed because i found myself constantly going to wikipedia and looking up these landmarks and seeing <laughs> what they look like it's pretty interesting though. yeah it's really if you, if you read that and did that you would know like i know like a lot about martian geography <laughs> right now that uh you wouldn't you know wouldn't really know so there's a lot okay. of interesting stuff with the geography there sure so, yeah very very cool book series if you want to want to nerd out about that kind of stuff. So recommend it if you're into that. I'll let to see if it's on the library <laughs> free list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or if I can get on a hold. So Obsession, John, what do you have going on here, my man? Well, buddy, about a month ago, I started my own Let's Play channel. Oh, boy. <laughs> so <Here> we- <laughs> I have a few hundred videos up now of me. Well, a few hundred? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a couple RimWorld playthroughs. I have a Civilization playthrough. And the latest play, well, so I did a whole like multi multi segment videos. Yeah, like twenty to fifty minutes each. Depends how into the game okay. I am at the time. Right, and it's just me playing a video game, talking shit over it. Mm-hmm. And this is what I watched at work for years obsessively. And I was like, well, I could do that. It's fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm doing it. Bubbles was watching one of my RimWorld ones because <laughs> he commented on it. 
Seems like nice. it takes the game's a little complicated, but I had all the mods in there to do an Imperial Guard run through. Mm-hmm. So I did a run through as the Cadian Thirteenth, which was nice. my last old school little yeah. point hammered history. That was my last Imperial Guard or 40k army period back in the early 2000s. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, so I did a whole playthrough as them. I killed a bunch of the six 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 traitor traitor guard. Yeah, took out all their local bases. I tried to take out Did the world leaders, but the space marines are so badass. You can't. They have these chaos void shield belt things. Uh huh. You're not getting through. Do you get like the chimeras and like? The, yeah, there's the no Lehman tanks. Rust tanks and everything. No, it's all weapons oh, and boy. armor. What, what is the guard without without yeah. their tanks, John? Yeah, that, maybe that's why I couldn't take out the CSMs there. But space marines have run rampant up up and down your ass, but. Mm-hmm. The Trader Guard, they crumbled, man. I was just on a tear. Mm-hmm. So anyways, after like, it was a 69-episode playthrough. So oh figure God, roughly wow. half an hour an episode. <laughs> and then at the end of it, I destroyed all the local Trader Guard bases, and I got off the planet. I built the spaceship. So it was it was... At the end, it just drags, kind of, because you just go yeah, out and destroy right. bases because it's something to do while your people are, like, building the shit you need to build this You're spaceship. Like built up enough, probably, that there's no serious challenge to you at that point. But yeah, you just also, clean out. If, you, like, if you get attacked by the Chaos Space Marines, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. If you get attacked by any of the regular RimWorld shit, it doesn't matter because all the stuff that was added on for 40K, like the Laz Gun and the Hell Gun... And the, I built these bolter emplacements to protect my base. Uh-huh. So I had six bolter emplacements, and nothing could like get near you. You just it, you just shred it instantly. <laughs> so unless you're getting attacked by cast space marines, even if it's other guard, you're totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like humans just disintegrate to bolter Sorry, fire. So. Did you uh, form an alliance with them? Keep them keep them off your back. Nah, once in a while they might come on over and attack, but you just gotta. You have to kill the ones without the void belts, and if you kill enough, they'll run away. But the ones with the void belts, one of them could take out your whole fucking colony. Mm-hmm. So either way, it was a fun cross between Rim World and Warhammer, which was a real hoot. They have a bunch of Lords of the Rim, so it's all Rim World mods now. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start getting into that. I'm doing. They just released a new version 1.0 development build, so I've been doing a playthrough on that. New version actually came out yesterday with some fixes, so didn't break my save file thank god because i wasn't very far oh (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah i'm still in the early tedious phases of the game before you get a lot of good shit rolling but so yeah if you're into let's plays i have some civilization on there sip six rise and fall i do a real i'm just going to start at the top of the list of the people and play all the way through all the people i'm Mm -hmm. about to start one is the nubians amonitore and then <laughs> I'm having a real hoot, man. <laughs> it's like, you can kind of justify up. playing video games for yeah, a couple guess, hours. Yeah. So funny. And then it kind of feels like Check a chore sometimes, but really you just play for a day, a couple hours, and then you have like five or six videos. Matter, yeah. So you can leak them out one 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 at a time. I have a Patreon going for it. I have I'm starting to accrue subscribers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So. I'm gonna try and turn this into a bit of a cash generation machine. <laughs> provide. Yeah. Um, we just need to bolster the retirement, man. <laughs> so, yeah, either way, if you want to see some RimWorld, get on there now. I just started a new one. You can watch how RimWorld works. My name on there is SickBoyWI. You'll see my pretty face mm-hmm. and hear my nasally it's tones. Sultry, nasally. <laughs> it's not, my voice is not sultry. Yeah. So, what have you been obsessing about, man? Well, you know, I talked about some of my dabblings in the hobby. There was a, another reason that I didn't get as much hobby done as, okay. I, as I wanted to. 
picked up a new game. What? It's called Ikaruga. So I was playing Star Fox before. Yeah. And I realized it's just kind of like a, a 3D shooter, mm-hmm. like the old school shooter games. Yeah. And I was having fun with it. And so I did a little research, and this Ikaruga game is highly, highly commended. It's like a shooter. Okay. GameCube, mid-2000s, and I've been playing it. I'm, like, fucking hooked to it. There's only <laughs> there's five stages with, like, multiple levels to it, but okay. I've just been playing them over and over and over. Oh, they, the concept is really simple, but it's, it's pretty elegant. And okay. So all the enemies <laughs> shoot black bullets or white bullets, and uh, so you have a shield that you can swap back and forth. Where you can either – you're immune to black bullets or white bullets, that sounds so, racist. <laughs> I don't know if we the, can continue the, the story. The two different energy types. Yeah. Black energy and white energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more like a like kind of like a dark purple. Okay. If I must be discreet. <laughs> but if you Oh, like an eggplant, you racist prick. <laughs> <laughs> eggplant wizard. And then whatever oh, energy yeah. type you have selected, those are the type of bullets that you shoot. <laughs> and if you're shooting the opposite color, you do more damage to them. Okay. So so that's it. Yeah. But the so you're constantly switching between these, but mm. the screen is like full of bullets of either type. <laughs> so you're you're dodging constantly, and then you have to keep switching because so this is a computer game, right? Uh, it's a GameCube, but it's probably on Game computer okay. that you could get. And then when you blow up shit, it turns into the little energy dots. And then if you're the right color, you'll absorb them. If you're the wrong color, you'll die. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really it's really cool game, and I've just been playing through it. Is it and like, like learning about the the patterns and stuff, and sometimes you don't want to shoot anything at all. Uh, and the way that there's a lot of replay value because depending what color you you are, yeah, you could try to play through a stage primarily one color or the other. So it's like a totally different. You're dodging uh, different sure. things. So it's like a whole different experience too. Yeah, and then you when you put it on hard, <laughs> um, you almost can't shoot anything because. No matter what color it is, when you blow it up, it'll shoot out its own color. Mm. Um, normally, in the normal mode, it only shoots out that same color if you're shooting it with that. Sure. So, like, you almost can't shoot anything. And there's a <laughs> mode called Dot Eater where if you go through without killing anything, you can you can make it through every level like that. But yeah. it's, it's super difficult. But I think in hard, you almost have to do that because it's too too dangerous <laughs> to so actually it, shoot it. you're like because you're introducing more projectiles coming at you when you blow stuff up sure and there's already like a bajillion projectiles out there so is this like decent graphics is it more of an 8-bit kind of thing no it's decent graphics okay it's um it's a successor to some kind of shooter game there's not a lot of shooters out there but it had me interested i know there's for the wii there's like a shooter like an ultimate shooter collection that has a bunch of these on here so um there's not a lot of them coming out nowadays, but yeah. the ones that I do are like really tight and yeah. kind of push the genre forward. You what know, was the name of it? It's called Ikaruga. Ikaruga, which is like a Japanese. It means like a pigeon or pheasant or something. It's basically it's the name of your ship. Some kind of bird. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's really it's really cool, really fun. Yeah, nice. I've just been playing. <laughs> We're getting really close to to finally beating it here. <laughs> okay. So one thing I probably will this weekend. I'm getting uh, getting the snip this Friday, John. Oh, so nice! We have a lot of free time here. Oh, so to hopefully beat it. Yeah. Sit back. I was thinking about a day trip to Wausau. I need to. I want to look at a property and I need to mow a lawn up there. Mm-hmm. In my yeah. retirement, pop, pop over, bro. Maybe we could do some infinity, buddy. Infinity, yeah. Little shades bar. We can we can make it happen. Uh, yeah, I got. I'm. A, I have to figure out my. Uh, 
issue with the airbrush too. So that's <laughs> I mean, right. Point point where I don't want to spend a shit ton of money for a couple months. So I got plenty of jobs in the meantime. But anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, let's. Uh, so when do you go? How long are you off work then? Uh, just that weekend, and then I'm gonna work from home early next week. Can you get a game of Infinity while working uh, from home? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, we'll okay. we'll see how yeah. I'm feeling. Do you not ju- just not want to sand the air? <laughs> <laughs> two two winks if it's a yes, one yeah. wink if it's a no. I'll try to give no audible response. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Well, let's take a break, and then we'll get back to it. Yeah, I'll play a little game when we come back. Mm-hmm. I guess the band never really cared at all. All right, we are back. We are back, people. I don't sound very enthusiastic right now. I'm aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. So, what yeah. What for a game today? We got a little game to play. We're going to play some Warhammer Oregon Trail, John. I believe it's pronounced Oregon, but continue. Yeah, I've been corrected previously. About <laughs> we had a listener correct us when we first started this when I was calling it Oregon. <laughs> yeah, the Oregonians are pretty, pretty sensitive about that fact. Yeah. So what we're doing here is there's a hypothetical scenario, big old Warhammer tournament out in Oregon there. And uh, we're getting a crew together. We're going to head out, mm, but nice. uh, we're, we're taking the old trail, the scenic route. <laughs> You're going to bring a wagon instead of a car? We're, we're wagging it out, so we're going to play some Oregon Like a trail. station wagon or like a legit wagon? Uh, like a horse and buggy type <laughs> situation <laughs> here. Right. So we're each going to take a run at this. I'm going to do it this week. You can do it next time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to head out there with some uh, Warhammer personalities. So oh. my crew is uh, me, of course, Raj. And then I'm sticking with my PACA crew here primarily. Okay. So I got Bear. He's my right-hand man here. He's going to... He'd be a good guy to have in the wilderness. Good. Yeah, he's a he's a builder. Yeah. He'd be... Uh, I know at some point you have to <laughs> turn your wagon into a boat. So he's uh, my, my main man on that. I'm getting working on some graph paper designs right now. Seems legit. For what he's envisioning. I'm taking uh, Alex Gonzalez. Nice. He's, he's my okay. Age of Sigmar organizer from a, the past pack is he's, here. He's your planner. <laughs> he, yeah, he's so you got a builder and a planner. He's uh, my my big picture organizer here. He can manage the supplies. Uh, <laughs> okay. I got Brad Schwant. Right. He's coming with. What's he's, his role? <laughs> he's my he's my my Tactician? tactical my yeah. tactical man on the ground. <laughs> And uh, you know, in a pinch, he'll be able to come up with the. Uh, he's a good thinker on his toes. Yeah, he, he's going to min-max our way through he's these situations. A, yeah, with a bad knee, hopefully he can <laughs> well, make it all the way out we're, there. We're not walking, John. We're taking that wagon. Right. So uh, you think you are, but those wagons break down a lot. I hear. Yeah, when the wagon <laughs> breaks down, you're done basically. So um, okay, last. Certainly not least, we got Chad Hansen. Okay, so uh, he's helped out at many a packa, mm-hmm. and uh, What's his, yeah. he's just versatile. He can do it all. Um, yeah, he takes orders well. Uh, <laughs> good attitude. He can. He can. He's built some weapons in prior packas. So uh, you know, he's a, he's a crafty fella, okay. and he's got a nice. Nice big frame on on Chad. Um, pretty not not too flabby, uh, not too lean. I think we could get some good steaks out of him. <laughs> okay, in, uh, in a eat eating our own kind situation here. So in a tragic scenario, 
he has multiple extra uses. <laughs> yeah, he he's, he'd be good eating. Okay, say that. So, what day uh, are we heading out then? Uh farmer. Okay. I chose April first. April first. You could start in March, so it's not quite the earliest. Okay, um, I'm running this as the farmer. Four hundred bucks. We're going to get out there. We're doing it on a budget here. Yeah, so, farmers uh, don't have a lot of cash around. We're heading out of Illinois, and uh, we're a little light on food. But heavy on heavy on bullets, na- right. naturally. <laughs> nice. This is the way of things. So uh, it doesn't start out that well. We only got six oxen on April 9th. <laughs> Less than ten days in, we lose two of them Ooh. crossing the river. Jeez, that's uh, that's hard. That's some real rim world kind of shit there. <laughs> yeah, it kind of kind of malaria, is. This is probably yeah, an inspiration. You get food for, poison. You get a lot of malaria, bad diseases in rim world too. Okay. So there's some parallels here. A uh, couple days after that, Chad comes down with measles. <laughs> I'm thinking that uh, Adepticon plague um, <laughs> maintain. It's about that time of the year. Do you have to do you have to put him down, or does he pull through? Uh, he pulls through. Yeah, he's a healthy fella. <laughs> April 21st, Brad breaks his arm, which mm. I can only assume was a, some kind of feats of strength-related accident. Around the campfire um, some, drinking. Some, some tomfoolery type situation. At least it wasn't his knee getting injured again. Uh-huh. That's good. I give him a, a stern talking to, but he, he pulls through. <laughs> you uh, have to threaten to ban him from the next tournament trip? Yeah. At this point, at the end of April, I'm not really happy with their progress. I've got to spend a lot of time hunting, <laughs> a lot of time eating. So I'm, I'm put the rations down to meager at this point mm. so we can uh, make up some time. Should have took less healthy eaters with you. <laughs> Uh, You're the good, only dainty eater in the bunch. Uh, that's true. Well, they got uh, you know they got some bulk. You know we can make it through. Uh, May looks pretty good at the end of the month. Alex gets a fever. He gets pack of pack of fever. I'm assuming mm, um, strikes you know. again on the same trip. Yeah, we lose Chad for three days. Wanders off. Yeah, he, <laughs> that's he, about right. He claims he was uh, trying to gain some basing materials out there in the woods, chasing the. The white stag. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that. Or the pink elephant. <laughs> uh, June's pretty rough. Broken axle. Thief stolen axe. Uh, you guys yeah. got to set a watch at night, man. Yeah. These, these thieves, they can be a real hassle on the on the trail. Yeah, well, I'm thinking here, I set the rations to meager. I'm thinking all four of these guys probably conspired behind my back to, to steal one of these oxen mm. and slaughter them <laughs> and uh, fill, fill their gullets. Uh, at the end of the month, Alex gets the measles, but he pulls through. Okay. July 6th, we're at South Pass, which is right before the mountains. It's just about halfway there. Oh, nice. So it's about three months. That's good progress. Looking pretty good, feeling good. Um, fortunately, July 11th, a day which shall live in infamy. Brad <laughs> contracts dysentery. Mm. Uh, probably uh, too many late nights of Shade Spire gameplay. <laughs> Not taking care of himself. Sure. Uh, we I did rest the day, you know. I, I thought that would be sufficient, but that that's my bad. On the sixteenth, uh, Brad Brad dies. He doesn't make it oh. from dysentery. Moment of silence or no? He's just going to continue. Uh, just we just got to charge ahead, pass through. Okay. We try to do the silence, the truncate silence feature of our oh, software. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> moment of silence. <laughs> well, we can pretend <laughs> we can pretend we do a moment of silence for Brad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, after that, though, I do up the rations, you know. Yeah, There's four of us. i got to improve morale. Rations are up. That's great. As best I can. August, pretty rough. Pretty rough. Lose the trail twice. Ooh, Lose another buddy. oxen. The other one gets injured. we got some more thieves stealing food. 
It's no good. Night watches, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you learn anything know. from playing D&D? We're among, we're among friends here. September 22nd. So this is 78 days it takes to get to like the next outpost on the map. Three right. months. Jeez, Louise. Of disaster. It's, it's sucking balls here. <laughs> we're not doing too good. October doesn't look any better. Mm. Take the wrong trail, broken axle, suffer some uh, Kislevite ice magic. <laughs> only if we had that dragon hide banner from the original <laughs> Ogre Kingdom's book to protect us from this ice magic. Uh, on the 31st, I bulk up on supplies. I uh, trade my 2015 pack of t shirt for a wagon wheel mm. and 132 bottles of Devlin mud for an axle. So, uh, We've got the supplies, I feel, to make it through. Sure. Uh, there's a river there. I trade my Captain Dipshit hat and glasses to a Shoshone <laughs> shaman who That's leads us bad. across. <laughs> um, so we're, we're making it. Um, November 12th. It's not good, John. There's a fire in the wagon. Lose oh. all the wheels. <laughs> All the the wagon tongue. I don't know what that is, but that's the part that you need it to the oxen, my friend. Uh, is this some kind of chaos Nurgle contraption where it has a weird tongue? I don't know. We also lose the remaining Lamy and medium, which mm. is going to be tough on our blends from here on out. <laughs> the day after that, a thief steals the last two oxen and our airbrush compressor. So now. We're really hurting at this point. We have to. We're stuck, and we have to try to trade with the people that come through. Okay. So, uh, November thirteenth is when we got stuck. December eighth is when we get going <laughs> again. So now it's December. It's a long time in the cold mountain pass. Yeah, four days after that, John, broken wheel. Ugh. We're stuck again. Son of a. I hunter. had three fucking wheels a month ago. Some jag hole burnt it up in a wagon fire. Yeah, you guys probably someone cooking food in the wagon. I don't know. Anyways, so we're stuck again trying to trade. The 18th. Someone fall asleep smoking a cigarette in the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you didn't bring me. Yeah. 18th, Chad gets measles. On the 19th, Alex is exhausted. Too many late night painting sessions, I have to assume. On the 20th, he dies. Gonzalez passes away. We lost Gonzalez. Right, moment of silence 20th. for Gonzalez. Okay, that's done. Uh, on the twenty third, <laughs> we lose Chad. Oh Lord, son of a bitch! The measles. Hanson bites the dust. Uh, moment of silence for Chad. Okay, we're down, down down to two. Sorry, the silence is getting truncated out. <laughs> we're trying to pay proper respect to everybody, but podcast to podcast. Twenty <laughs> sixth, my my rock, the bear. Gets cholera. Uh, this is the first time you mentioned the bear the whole trip. Yeah, he's been good. He's solid. He's been helping uh, me out. He's got cholera now. That's uh, not good. It is December, though, so at this point he's in full pack-a-prep mode. Uh, a lot of late nights building yeah. trophies and stuff like that. That's the opposite of hibernating. Uh, we do. I do rest for him, yeah. naturally, but on the 27th he does pass. Do you have one last adult connection with his... <laughs> Now dead body, <laughs> John. I think you know if you where catch going. my drift. <laughs> <laughs> two wink, two winks. If yes, one wink. If no, mm. um, at this point, moment of silence for the bear. Okay, done. It's just me, John. Uh, I can up the rations to full. I mean, nice. why not? Might as well. Of, a lot of good eating here. Chad's yeah. well, Chad steaks are sizzling mm. over the fire. I managed to trade 
Uh, my 3,000 points of demons. Oh. I hate to see him go, but I trade him for a wagon wheel <laughs> on so January 7th. If you do make it to the tournament, you can't get in anymore anyway. No, at this point, I, all I, I'm stuck as a ringer. You got Just, Alex's goblin army in the, in, in the wagon yet. That's true. It burned up. Uh, I got some armies. January, uh, another blizzard, wrong trail. The impassable trails, they fuck you over at this point because they were navigable earlier, but now they're snow covered. bastards. February 1st, break another wheel. Jesus Cristo, man. (laughs) The 6th, I have to, my my supplies are getting pretty low. I have to trade all my remaining paint supplies for for a wagon wheel. Mm. I'm left with my 1990s pot of tin bits. In Warlock Purple. Okay. This they, sounds like a they, World Eater's KS Space Marine color scheme or take, something. They take pity on me. Uh, the 15th, Impassable Trail, lose five days. On the 24th, we've got an injured oxen. Ah, the 26th, I'm getting measles. And on the 27th, John, is the, end, is the end of this hypothetical journey. Moment of silence um, for Raj. Okay, done. Death, <laughs> Rogers has died Death as well. of despair from my tin bits, Warlock Purple pain schemes. Yeah, the Oregon Trail is just as rough as RimWorld, my friend. <laughs> I can tell so, you that. That's pretty amazing. 332 days. On the trail. I don't... I assume if you didn't make it by November, you would just die. But, mm. well, that is what happened. But it was certainly <laughs> it just, drawn it out. It just drags out. I only Jeez. made it probably three quarters of the way. So Fort Fort Boise, John. Uh, see if you can find my tombstone. The remains of our party. All right. Next next week when I get or next time when I get to put together my own party. You, you, yeah. Obviously, you want a a team of stars, John. Yeah. You know, okay. I, sh- I should have cast my net a little further. <laughs> I don't These know. I want useful people. I don't. I can't have people that don't do shit. Um, we'll see. We'll see how this pans out. Okay. Anyway. All right. You got a podcast, my man? I do. We're going to talk about an NPR podcast called Only Human. They have an eight-episode-long, 25-ish minute each series going. Sounds like it'd be about AI or robots or something like that. uh, No, it's just real human stories about (laughs) people and legit shit. Um, And so this series is about there was a fella with autism playing in the street with a truck, and then his caretaker was out there trying to get him in or whatever and the cops show up and accidentally shoot the caretaker sweet so the podcast kind of explores several different aspects of the situation so the man was autistic you know he was in his 30s or 40s whatever and he so they explore how the government deals with autistic people and how caretaking works so they interview his family they interview caretakers they talk a lot about how the police work and doctors so they try and focus on this from any different perspective for a brief time and get you information and it's really informative it's really cool uh it's definitely worth listening to just for expanding your brain and seeing how what you know what goes on in the world sure that you're just not really inadequate the systems we have in place yeah so check it out that it's called only human these episodes come from a different podcast but the only real criticism i have is that audrey quinn is the narrator She's just mm-hmm. not a good narrator. She has this like constantly crackly voice, and it uh, sounds like she's always going to just break down and cry. So like mm-hmm. anytime she's telling a story, you're like, Jesus, she going to cry? I don't think she is. I think she's just trying to narrate, but she's it's a little distracting, so mm-hmm. she probably shouldn't be narrating, but whatever. Still worth well <laughs> worth listening to if you can get over a mild level of irritation <laughs> from that. So. Okay. So right. Sounds like you have. 
Talk to me about your useful hobby product, buddy. Sure. Well, I've got a doozy today. Oh. Got Angel Geraldez from A to Z, mm-hmm. Volume 2, that oh. I picked up. It's a painting guide? Yeah, a painting guide. So this Old is car? the second one. and. There's a specific reason I picked it up, okay. which is I talked about I was painting some Toha earlier. Mm-hmm. They're going to be my next faction. The reason is I'm going to be doing these Toha as the Sigma Trihedron, okay. which if we get into a little bit of Infinity lore, the Toha is one of the alien races, and they're fighting against the Combine Army, which is a conglomeration of other alien races. Mm-hmm. And the Toha are losing, and that's kind of why they sucked humanity into this fight to make a little speed bump Trying for to the combined army, army. Uh, while the Toha regroup. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but some Toha have joined the combined <laughs> army, have they not? That is correct, John. <sighs> wow. How astute of you <laughs> to point that out. I'm definitely down with the infinity lore, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Toha is losing, so some of like, their home worlds have been taken over by the combined army and the combined army has been treating them really well to kind of show yeah see like you guys are fighting fighting for nothing yeah Yeah. see how good it is to be part of this huge alliance of of races and to be working together yeah this is like unity and harmony bro Mm -hmm. so some of the toha troops are working for the combined army and those guys are called the sigma trihedron is the name of that faction so Uh i want my toha to be sigma trihedron so i'm going to be using the toha rules Mm -hmm. but their paint schemes are going to be the combined army paint schemes which is black and red so that's how i'm gonna that's how does this come back full circle to why you bought the painting book yes so (laughs) the volume two is really cool because it has every Infinity Faction. Oh. It has three or four painting guides for every troop type in there. Oh, cool. And it has all the paint listed out. So this is kind of, kind of experimented a few different ways. One, um, he uses the airbrush. So I haven't really used the airbrush that uh, much sure. on a painting model. So I want to try his method and see if I can you know, develop my own method or, you know, figure out how to use this airbrush more effectively than sure. what I've been doing, which has just been mainly for terrain. Um, and the second reason is he has all the paints listed out. So I can buy the official paints. And so like my theme or whatever is the paint scheme. So I'll be able to, you'll be able to look at them and see that that is the theme behind them. Cause I'm just going to leave the models as is for the most part. Sure. I do have a few conversions in mind, but um, they're just going to be the troops that they are, you know? So you don't want to make it confusing on top of all this. So it's right. going to be the actual models in the Toha faction for the most part. And then one thing I never, this will be, I, I've realized the first time I painted anything to like an official scheme or followed like a paint guide. Oh, nice. Like in my life. <laughs> like I can't, I've always just done whatever. Sure. So it's kind of a fun, fun thing. I've never painted anything to a specific scheme to try to be anything okay. like that or followed a guide specifically. So yeah. It'll be a little experiment like that for myself. See, you know, maybe, maybe I'll learn a lot. Yeah, yeah, doing it. But yeah, so I think it's a lot better than Volume One, which had maybe five or six like in-depth paint guides, just about random stuff. Like one or two of them are like busts. You know, so I don't really feel that applies yeah. necessarily. Painting a giant head. Oh, to, you're not talking model. about 
a woman's breasts. Oh, uh, well, there are some breasts being painted for <laughs> no, sure. But I jest. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this one, it costs the same. It comes with the... A limited edition model. So oh. the book's like fifty bucks, but you can sell the model for like thirty or forty bucks. Yeah. Okay. So you you can it's a, a decent value. It sounds like I something feel. I'd like to look at, but I'm in a financial freeze at the moment. <laughs> a financial freeze, as mentioned for the third or fourth yeah. time here. So um yeah, that is the hobby product. Seems seems pretty good. I guess I'll have more feedback on it. Okay, next cool. Time. Maybe you could bring that book. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. All right. Oh. John, do you have a sex toy? All right. Are well, this still, isn't necessarily this? a sex toy, but my wife has brought some things to my attention because she's been looking at baby stuff because we're due here. We're 32 or 33 yeah. weeks here you're this the, week. You're in the red zone now. Could so, be any any day it now. It really could. So she's been finding some very bizarre products intended for babies. Or okay. pregnant women. So first I present to you what is called the baby pod. So I have it up here on the screen. This is what it looks like. It is a intravaginal speaker. So here Whoa. it is inserted. It's so the baby can hear music. It's essentially, my wife described it as a musical tampon. <laughs> so there's a picture of this baby... Listening to music. It's like a weird anatomy photo of a woman <laughs> with a baby in her. Yeah, it's like the and, yeah, like this, middle the school or shot. whatever shot of the tubes and everything going in there. And it shows you why it's better to not just put a speaker in front of your body because the baby can't really hear it apparently. <laughs> it's too bass. They're just getting the bass, John. But if the speaker is in the vagina, <laughs> they're going to get that trouble. Yeah, so vaginal speakers, in utero music for baby, the musical tampon. <laughs> now it the baby clearly, pod is what it's called. Maybe well, even if you're not pregnant, ladies, try it out. Raj, what are their uh, your turns claim- would enjoy some music. <laughs> what what are they claiming the the benefits of this are? It's, so your baby can listen to music. It gives your baby a universal stimulus. So. It's scientifically guaranteed to stimulate neural development. <laughs> and they even have like... Because the baby's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, there's like, even <laughs> some YouTube videos on their site here. It's just babypod.net. And there's Baby videos pod. showing the cells apparently stimulated by the music. Uh-huh. I don't I, buy it. I, I like it. I like this. This is the kind of <laughs> gift... That you give to your wife, and then she can give it to somebody in her baby shower. Yeah, they just pass it around. And then they just pass it around (laughs) unused for for generations. The other item we found for a quick discussion is, I don't have a photo up of it right now, but it's it's a nipple vibrator. Nice. And it helps facilitate lactation. Ah. It just vibrates the nipple. So this is post-birth. You put the nipple vibrator on, and it helps to empty the breasts completely. <laughs> it helps to clear clogged the pain that comes from clogged ducts, and it helps clear clogged ducts, milk ducts. Uh-huh. So what nipple vibrators. I'm picturing like just like a little suction cup or something. Is it actually that? looked more like a tongue that was a vibrator. <laughs> Do you just hold that up to your titty? Yes. <laughs> you just hold it up to your titty. 
Silicon nipple vibrator. That should be there. Oh, there's, so here's a different style one. These uh-huh. actually are round, which look how you might expect uh-huh. a nipple vibrator. These look like they stick on. They're I called would, nipple massagers. I would love to sell these and have that be the instruction that's in, <laughs> inside <laughs> the box itself. Like, Honey, how do you? How does it? How do you use it? Uh, is it just a piece? The piece of paper just says, "Hold it up to your titty." <laughs> oh, there's lots of how tos on here. This is nice. Might have to look at this alone. Uh, later. A little personal <laughs> research later, John. Yeah. Well, you have to find one that's baby oriented because clearly a lot of these are just. Um, you know, yeah. sort of let's have some fun or so this qualifies Horn, as a yeah. sex toy see here's a woman <laughs> <laughs> making use of several different vibrator items at uh. once so anyways and we have some we found a handful more but I'm going to save them for future episodes excellent if we ever use any of these I'll be sure to share what the mm-hmm. outcome is so okay. I think we're about done buddy yeah we're a little pressed for time here due to a recording snafu earlier yeah. but due to the Norton horrible Internet virus nonsense. So if you dig what we're doing, check out the Patreon link. Oh, yeah, Isaac, buddy. he upped his his uh, contribution after last time. He's nice. so thankful. I'm painting that model of his. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so one thing I forgot to mention about that Slambo was I'm actually going to be trying to paint it black with the airbrush using the techniques from the Angel Geraldes volume oh, two. Oh, cool. So it's going to be in the same kind of black red color scheme of the combined army that's my idea sure um so i'm gonna learn from the book on the infinity <laughs> models and then after i do three or four of them i'm gonna give it a shot on slambo oh fun so, so you get some practice before you wreck a listener model. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you'd like one of your models to be wrecked check out the patreon <laughs> we're at 74 which is i think is 16 short of the three-week goal. So we are closing in on that. Just need a few more people to sign up. And um, this is Johnny's uh, main income stream at this point, I can only assume. Yeah, I got got a baby on the way. (laughs) We're definitely going to need some finance here. (laughs) Can't rely on these tenants to pay rent, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. So you heard last time about the shit apples. So much appreciated. Everybody has contributed so far. The next drawing for a painted model will be at the uh, end of September here. Good. I have a little time. At that point, yeah, you have a little shit rat. And uh, hopefully everything everything will be going well. But Johnny will be painting that one. So if you want to get in on that, get on to Patreon right now, and we will get you in there. So. Mm hmm that is it. That's all we have. Suck my balls. Suck my balls. Suck my balls.